Welcome back to the Clan Corner. Uh, today we are filming episode seven. Um, we got Ferntronic. Glad to have him back. Uh, um, we got <laughs> we got Mythical in here, a new uh, person who's never been in the podcast before, but he's a part of the clan, so he might start making more appearances. We got Eric. Um, say hi, Eric. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a Ransom Rider. What's up, Randy? Howdy, howdy, guys. Howdy. My finger is still burning from just coming out of Trials of Osiris. <laughs> uh, so uh, this week in the podcast, we're basically going to start off by uh, talking about the seasonal uh, weekly uh, storyline, which uh, Mythical's going to take over. He's going to pull a quick Jeremy, see what he could say about the lore. He might not have a lot of it, but uh, he'll just give a little overview of what was going on. So uh, go ahead, Mythical, take the floor. All right. Um, so I didn't... I'm not going to be too good at this because it's normally Jeremy's job to be the lore master. Um, but basically we had uh, your typical uh, relic hunt that we did. This really? relic hunt. <laughs> 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 you got this. <laughs> <laughs> So we. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we, had, so we had the relic on, dude. No, we'll come back to the seasonal content. Uh, so, I've got a question about the seasonal content. Is it the the sales of the ship stealer? Is that is that the seasonal content we're talking about? Yeah, the weekly thing we have to do. Okay, I'm on step 20 of 62, and I can tell you what I observed about it. I yeah. think, I think this like guy, I just, I just took him down, I just took him down a couple of days ago with help from friends, but I noticed, and you, did you guys notice this as well, where we took him down was actually the lost sector from Mars. Yeah. Did anyone yeah. else notice that? Yeah. It had been kind of recolored, a little bit of resurfacing going on, but when I looked over the edge and looked around, it definitely was Mars re-envisioned. Yeah. Right, now, I'm step 20. I am step 20 of 62. Where should we be this week? Should I have finished all of these ship stealer? Yeah, I'm thinking, what are you or, at? Or am I just uh, a couple I'm, of I'm weeks behind? I'm 42 out of 62. So you're 42 and you're up to date? Yeah, I'm up to date. So you're 22 behind. So 22 behind. Is yeah. it gonna be? Are you guys noticing that it's brand new, or is it just, is it repurposed locations from the past? Uh, some of the locations are new. I, I know. Sure um, some of the I was watching a couple of YouTube videos. I didn't have time this week to do it. I was gonna do it tonight. Um, the seasonal content, but I noticed from last week the whispers. From the relics in the oh, helm. Yes. I heard what? this week that the whispers from the relic um, are very, very, very like noticeable, and they're getting louder. Uh, uh, what are they saying? Good. There's no like the. Uh, there's actually no defined um, words, but there's actually uh, Jeremy actually sent me a video. There's actually of, Jeremy. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy's in the helm. Just solid. Um, <laughs> 
Black are they whispering? So, kill, 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 kill. No, it's, it's just <laughs> random, like, the darkness whispers. And there's actually, because these are the relics of Nezarek. Um, spoiler alert, I should say that. And so um, it makes sense to be Nezarek's whisper because that is a weapon that, that we... We know it's Nezarek, it's not a spoiler. We all know. Everyone knows. We actually, we actually are now hearing breathing. Now that we're Ooh. gathering more relics together. Um, the sound has like added breathing to it, and it's not just whispers, but it's breathing along with it. And do we know who Nezarek is? A disciple. The um the witness yeah. did not want to have as a disciple anymore because um he wanted to go after the all like he wanted to go after salvation by himself. So, so these, he was a menace to society. Yeah. So uh, the witness did not want him to be a disciple of his anymore. Basically said get out of here, and then he went on. I don't know the full story. I know one thing though is that every time you basically, uh, every time you kill Nezarak or he's been killed, he's been killed multiple times. He gets stronger when you kill him when he is dead, when he's like not, like, I guess you can say, fully a like one piece. If I was, if I'm right from the lore video, I don't know lore. Uh, Fern, do you know a lot of lore about Nezarak? Okay, so I'm only going based off of like what I've been hearing because I have been gone for so long. So f um, when it comes to Nezarak, he is he was the uh, disciple for the pyramid ship on the moon. That's basically I know so far. He was already dead, and he was found by the Lixney, and that's why. And then they were they took part they took his body parts, and was able to gain power from that. And that's why there's these refractories where they have a bunch of a bunch of him like separated into these little containers. Um, I think the simple fact since we're gathering them all up, getting them close by in our helm, and um, <clears throat> and remember the helm's already compromised because of the crown of sorrow, and um, yeah, and then and um, and the the pyramid ship's presence is actually in the system again. He's probably just gaining a lot of his darkness powers back. Um, I don't okay, know so hang on a minute now. So Nezarek, the the pyramid ship that we discovered several seasons back, that's deep into in the moon, that was Nezarek's pyramid ship. Yes, that was, yeah. his, and also his tomb. No this is getting spooky, guys. It's getting spooky, and of course, Halloween's right around the corner. I feel like it's a good time for it. So the fallen found Nezarek's body, and they disassembled it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, um, like a Lego. <laughs> it's like so. Uh, so, so it's like it's like there's parallels with how we treat our saints. Um, we we actually like the the way we bless things is that we actually take the body parts of saints and have them in refractories in our churches that bless the holy water and the and the and the the holy bread and stuff like that, the communion and all that stuff. And that's where we, um, that's how we pray to because that's like a direct link to well God. Well, it's take that kind of logic but now flip it to like a paracausal entity of darkness and um his body parts are basically like a, a way for him to be connected to the witness of the darkness powers so when they were grabbing it they basically had like a piece of the darkness with them and it influenced them gave them strength and uh, i know misrax uh, had the finger his finger yeah. all wrapped around his neck on a necklace so really kind of what I'm hearing is is that Nezarek actually is powerful enough that he stood before the witness and wasn't truly destroyed 
even though he did not carry out the wishes of the witness? Well, that's where I'm. That's where I'm hazy on it because I know for sure that that's a. Um, that's where. That's basically. Well, the, just my, you know, taking taking a jump of faith there, that means that there's hope for all of us as guardians to stand up to the witness and take him down, right? Well, we've already killed one of his disciples, and then there's another, we already found another one that's dead. So that means that they're not like unkillable. So. So are yes. you thinking that maybe Nazarek will join with us instead no. of fighting against us? Uh, no. I, I think, think Savathun will. Or I'm I'm on the line that we're probably just gonna like like exercise him with our light. Um, and that or it's either we exercise him with our light or some or something's gonna happen. because uh, uh, one of the theories out there is that there's a third party. Because uh, I was like watching videos, because I do keep up with the lore. When, because that was all I've been doing is reading and like watching videos lately, and Nerd. life. Um, <laughs> Champion. Um, but uh, um, they said there's a third party out there fi- trying to find these refractories as well. Like so, there's like there's uh, Aramis, us, and then there's another party out there that's attacking both Aramis uh, as well. Yeah, which we don't and, know um, of. So it's either it's either we're gonna have either we're gonna capture all of, like in my opinion is either we capture them all and then we and then we just do like the seasonal thing where we just go and like oh we'll purify with our light like kind of how we did Thorin with turn Thorin into Lumina or yeah. someone's gonna steal them from us again and uh we're, and then his it's going to be one of those threads that's in the wild where like a third party has gathered his pieces and using his darkness powers for themselves um everybody's so is, where, do like, we think Nazarek then who's the winnower on like we see the winnower in deep stone crypt uh, just a little bit of good news side note guys i did my 100th deep stone crypt today but the yes. winnower you know is like that female looking figure Actually, I don't know if it's female. I mean, I just assumed it's a woman draped in black. She's in the Deep Stone Crypt. And then I think Aramis, a few seasons ago, like laid hands on the Winnower statue. It's man. Could that be Nezarek? <laughs> Maybe? Mm, from my understanding, the Winnower is the witness. Oh, yeah, all those the statues are like, the witness. Yeah, all the Winnower statues are the witness. Yeah, that's how he like uses to communicate us, because that's, because uh, and that, if that's the case, because there's that statue in the deep stone crypt, but there's also that statue in the garden, um, um and the and black garden, the moon, on the moon, yeah. uh, in the lunar pyramid. Yes, yes. Now the statue uh, in the, the black garden. I'm trying to think. Oh, it's at the very end when you collect the chest. Yeah. Also on the pyramid on Europa. So it's like it's it's uh it's from understanding the winter word. The winnower is just like a like a conduit to the witness, and that's what you. So that's how we're being inundated with these messages, and that's maybe how he got into Callus's head so strongly. Well, uh, well, that one Callus Callus already knew of him before he came to our system. Yeah, he already knew information from back along. So the way that one worked was that Callus was when like when he was put on his uh his pleasure bar his pleasure prison barge into exile. 
he basically was like, I'm done. I'm just going to go and like not eat or not drink. I'm just going to just wither away out here because they all betrayed me. And he drove his ship basically to the far reaches of the galaxy to basically the darkness where the where there's no more stars. It's just you read the endless vast uh, expanse of space and it's darkness. Well, when he got there, he was witnessed um, by the witness there. And that renewed that gave him a renewed purpose to be like he's he's gonna find his place next to the witness to be one of the last creatures to exist because the witness is gonna try to bring everything to zero mm-hmm. and see what happens when he does that. Um, this gives me fear for Kyle. I like Kyle, and now I, I I fear for her. Like Mills. Because uh, Callus, I think, is going to be very powerful. And we know we're, I mean, we're going to be facing Callus, right, as a disciple of the witness. Don't I think you guys gonna, think so? Yeah, I think we're going to beat Callus in the story. Yeah. So that's where, that's where, like, Unless light falls. The next raid boss. I don't, I, the, the whole community would be so mad if he was a raid boss. Well, remember, the versions we've quote-unquote faced of him were just robotic androids, not actually callous. The, the adaptation of like him actually being the raid boss and compared to his automatrons would be a little bit different of a, of a flavor, and... Who knows that the the likeliness of the automatons are even going to be close to what they're going to be once he is transformed by the witness when he becomes hey. an actual disciple. I, I am agreeing with you. I think definitely we're going to be seeing the real Callus possibly transformed by the power of the witness. I so, think he's, he's going to be in there somewhere. I want so I'm just just hear me out, hear me out, guys. I want the greatest right. hits of Leviathan when we go fight Callus. So it's like, first we go fight his Callus throne, like his Callus robot on the throne as a, one of our encounters, and then we go and we and then we go and we we have to fight a, like the the Vex Spire mind again stars. from from Spire of Stars, and then no from the world like Bro, the either, either world, world. And then, either world. And then, and but like we ha- get it right, get it and right. Then we fight the Spire Stars, and then like on the final, final boss, like the last encounter, it's so a, then a it's actually Callus. <laughs> so what? I want that raid to be like, oh shit, oh god, I'm tired. <laughs> 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 Why? Why is there four gauntlets? It's gonna the Destiny community is gonna love it and hate it. It's like. <laughs> Well, don't you think we will fight like a haunted version of him? You know, the red ones in the duality dungeon. We fight that mm-hmm. version of Keitel. Won't we fight maybe a version of that? Well, he that, has to uh, be dead callous. for that to happen, I'm pretty sure. But Keitel's not nightmares. dead. Well, the, the nightmare of Keitel is in uh, his mind. His consciousness. Yeah. So, I don't think uh, Keitel will die. Oh, Keitel's going down at the hand of Callus, and she's coming back as a guardian. She will. There's a ghost out there floating over the last city right now, searching mm, okay, for Keitel, and she's just not been killed yet. 
Oh my god, don't tell me that's like the final shape, like we basically were on the verge of losing and all of our allies died and then before we actually oh, lose the kill his Callus will like, kill his me. daughter with a gilded blade. He is going to slice her throat with a gilded blade and he's going to pop her tusk out <laughs> and push her over into an abyss. And she is going to be brought back by a ghost that's been searching for her for hundreds of years. But as she goes down, Mithrax is going to try to save her. He'll jump out with a machine weapon. They will both die and both be resurrected. They will fight side by side with the Guardians to save the last city. I mean, I've, I've got it all envisioned in my mind, you know, and... Uh, it's gonna be grand. It's Through gonna be grand. Friendship, you and I. <laughs> What's that one episode of SpongeBob when they use the rings? The <laughs> friendship ring. You <laughs> But I mean, otherwise, you know, what's what's Kylo gonna do? She needs superpowers. I mean, sure, she's got some fancy armor and a pretty blade, but she's not on the level of a guardian. I mean, she's gonna need some superpowers. But that's where that's where the, that's that's what makes the cabal scary because they kind of are like they had the lights they without any help they made their own light suppressing technology like they just did that and they suppressed the traveler well see you also got to think about the scions the scions are not actually originally cabal they were their own race enslaved by the cabal yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but if they're that, psychic, that was, why do I punch yeah. them in the face and they go down all the time? Shouldn't they dodge if they're psychic? Missed me. Missed me. They're just so <laughs> weak. <laughs> easy. Um, they're too right, easy. Diego. It's Diego. What's up, Diego? Yeah, guys, doing? I feel like I feel like it's fascinating, and I feel like we need to know more about Nezarek and how he's, you know, how the fallen have him. Is that? Is that these powers that they are whispering, talking about, that's supposed yeah. to make them great? Yeah, that's what the, that's what those that's what's inside those things that were those relics that we're collecting is like those is basically a potent uh, dark the pinky toe powers. of Nezarek and this right front tooth and one and he, we're gonna he reassemble is. him through all these steps and he's gonna come back to life and we're gonna regret it. No, no, I'd be like, let's just keep him in there. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's put all his pieces in smaller boxes and in, in more boxes and then put those in more a, boxes in a big blender. box. Let's put all his pieces we, in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go and we bury it in Europa. <laughs> so what you do this week? I'm yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> he's going to be scary. He sounds powerful and scary. And it sounds like he's made some missteps, but each misstep he takes makes him more powerful. And well, for I us, forget well, this lore, bro. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Finish off this. It's like because uh, I know Diego got like the God Roll Bowl with Kill Clip and, and Gut Shot. <laughs> hey, I, I did too, Fern. Mm -hmm. I haven't even tried that yet. To be completely. Gut honest. Shot is so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's only lightweight, lightweight bow that could two-shot body. Added that lightning fast speed. Apparently, I was wrong. Like you should be trying to get as fast draw time you can on a lightweight bow, below 500 or at least to 500 the base. Um. 
not trying to get like, but you, you can juice the accuracy, but like you want to have, you want it to be lightning fast, and you can get the double bot, like you can get the double body with the gunshot straight, or mm -hmm. kill clip, just kill clip once tapping to the head, <laughs> just just saying, <laughs> just, you kill one guardian with it, and then all of a sudden the next guardian you see just basically gets like over, either deleted, but. Night, it also night. does like 181 damage, so like you could basically sneeze on a guardian and they die. So like it's like the best chunk like team uh, shot. Two. Weapon. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Ransom was talking about earlier about the uh, how it's gonna be Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, um, October 18th is when the Festival of Lost will be launching. So mechs, look for those mechs. Get that mech what do we know about it, Big? What do we know um, about the Festival of the Lost? Well, we know about the Festival of the Lost. There will be another contender card, how there was for the, uh, what is it, Solstice? Gar was it Guardian Games? No, it was, it was Solstice. It started with Solstice. Yeah, Solstice. The event card, how they it did with Crimson Solstice. Days. I wish. Bring it back. Bring back Crimson Days, Bungie, please. So, uh, they're going to be another contender card. There is going to be um, three new um, types of armor, which is going to be on each mech class, mech-based. So it's going to be like, nice. it's just going to be a mech design. And also there is a, uh, what's it called? This did get, um, like, it was like a slight announcement by Bungie. But uh, go ahead, Mythical, talk about the uh, sniper that's coming with it. Oh, okay. So, um... I'm not to a T, remember it 100%, um, it was about a week ago that I watched a video on it, but this uh, sniper is a aggressive frame and the uh, with arc, and Wait till you hear what this does for him. This uh, specific perk uh, gives you a bonus to, I believe, if I remember correctly, I think target acquisition and handling and stability when you're not near allies. So, no. if you are like peeking at the sniper by yourself, <laughs> um, this could be a really good sniper for that. Plus, you get snapshot opening shot. Um, you cannot get snapshot quick drop, but you can get snapshot opening shot on it. And there's some other good options. I think perpetual motion drops on it as well. Get away from me, Freddy. I'm sniping. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be. Why? So if you are a uh, PVP player, you will be chasing that role for sure. Um, I know no. uh, Eric will never leave his beloved, so um, he won't want that. But he'll probably just want it in his vault. I will for sure be taking that because uh, Frozen Orbit that used to be my baby. Um, so make sure you look out for that new sniper. Uh, make sure you grind for it in Not those. I wonder, of course, I wonder if they're going to bring back those pumpkin heads and we're going to have Glint talking to us every two seconds. Oh my gosh, Guardian, it's a monster. We get it, Glint. We get it, man. <laughs> I thought he was I thought he was good, though. He brought some levity to the events. I, I kind of liked him in there. It was good for like the, be the lost sectors. Is it going to be the lost sectors again? Probably. Probably. It was fun, like, it was fun hearing Glint's voice the first two times, but then after that, I was like, alright, Glint, I get it. <laughs> really, for Halloween, guys, here's what I want, here's what I want for Halloween. You know the, the witch that we chase on the Dreaming City? The one Sadia? that, you know, hacks and screams at us, is it Sadia? 
Yeah, Sadia, Sadia. Uh, I want that whole Taken realm with bats and bat wings and spooky trees and pumpkins and floating candles. And I want her in a new costume looking all wicked and ugly. Hey, are you I just want a whole <laughs> celebration, that whole thing redone. You know, the elevator, you know, maybe they can do something phenomenal with that and just make it, you know, a big... Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like it would be so phenomenal because remember way back when uh, we had the haunted forest back when, you know, Osiris was still alive in the game. That was fun. And I I thought the design choices they made were really good on that. And the big, the big hive knife that would like stomp your life out. Loved it. Yeah, if you fell to the bottom. Yeah. One thing too, I I think they should do. No, go ahead. Finish it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just think there's so many ideas that they can, you know, bring to fruition for Halloween to just really involve the player base. Yeah, one thing too, I think they should do. They do. I know a lot of other games do it. When you are aiming down a sniper scope long enough, you get jump scared. That would be sweet. I would love to see that. No, they that's did have Call that of Duty big, type big, stuff. They, 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 they did. I know. I know that's Call of Duty, but they did have that. And it was. It was in the. It was when they had the haunted. The, the haunted forest. Yeah, wasn't it a cat? You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember was... aiming down sights to wait for it. Yeah, I never just... knew that that was a thing. You can get it was. It was. It was very it. rare. Like it was one of those things that, like, I did it one time because I think we were doing triple. Sn- I was doing double sniper damage, and like one time I looked down, shot that my that I heard a, a loud roar, and I basically just ruined my damage face. I <laughs> killed myself. <laughs> 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 it would be cool. The worm was good. Oh, for real? Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, fun to... That would be fun to see in Crucible. Mess up some snipers in Crucible. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> you know, speaking of Whisper of the Worm, that would also be like a phenomenal Halloween event to bring that back for two weeks and just really dress that up for Halloween. I think that would be something really yeah, great. There I, is a new Parasite ornament that looks pretty decent. They could make a sweet Touch of Mouse ornament for Halloween. Oh, yes, please. They sh- could so make one. I say, like, the for the ornament, um, the inside of it is one of the purple jack-o'-lanterns. So the heart, the ravenous heart, is, like, skinned as a purple jack-o'-lantern floating in there. Love it. Love That'd it. That would be cool. We let's tweet them tomorrow. Let's send a tweet. It, it'll shoot candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. It'll, scare, it'll no, scare all the red bars away. Ah, it's the worst candy. No, 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 no. Hair apparent. It's uh, it's, it basically looks like it's a it's a candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> or I want the colony to shoot out bigger spiders. I would definitely oh, cool. take that. Yeah. It'd be, I would be cool if they did a thing for the colony that shoots out the baby screams. That would be awesome. As a skin <laughs> for it, a baby scream. I was playing today in Mayhem. I took the colony in because people kind of don't expect it because, you know, it's been around for a while. But I actually, you know, thought this would be so great if these spiders were baby screams popping out. Everywhere. Exactly. It would look sweet. 
And didn't we have baby screams back on the tangled shore and that oh, scorn? Oh, we're going to have them again. It's the GM's actually speaking of Grandmasters. Good point. Grandmasters will be here next Tuesday. Um, so this coming Tuesday, not next, this coming, my bad. Um, and Hollow Lair is one of the GMs, so expect to see those baby scorn. Um, wow. Wow. That is coming <laughs> back? Yeah. So uh, actually, yeah. I will read off the GMs for this season. Um, the GMs for this season are going to be the Glassway, the Light Blade, the Fallen Saber, the Disgraced. Oh, wow! Wait, what? It's not back. Exodus Crash and the Devil's Lair. Yeah, I thought it was back too because uh, what's it called? The Disgraced. That's that's Naboda, right? That's Naboda. Yeah. Wow, my bad. I lied. I thought they brought it back. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. It would have been so great to come back and have that, that for Halloween. That was an easy GM to do, too. I loved it. Uh, well, I got my toes burnt in there often. <laughs> so, yeah, Lightblade, yeah. Glassway, those are going to be the two hardest ones for that one. Everything else is pretty easy. But, you know, guys, speaking about the Lightblade, I mean, I hope everyone realizes, like, his ghost escapes at the end of that. We, we never take down Alakul's ghost. I don't know what the name of the ghost is, but that thing lives. I'm pretty sure it's Alakul. You're right. Yeah, I mean, Alakul, that's him. He was the Dark Blade in D1, and the Sightless Cell, I think, was the name of the strike. And then he was resurrected as Lucent, and he's back in D2, and we take him down. Wasn't he also a rival of Crota? Or no, rival of Oryx. Oryx, Oryx. And that's why he was banished. Yeah, and then and he was the protector of the light. It was so yeah. funny to put him on the, you know, the crypt or the the grave site. But yeah, his ghost. Why has nobody ever mentioned that in game? Does someone not say like it got away? Where is it? Is it hanging out with, you know, Sabathun's ghost or buddies? Yeah, Armaro, Amaru, and this ghost having a drink and a cigar in the local bar. Bro, cigar sounds so it. good right now. Um, we do tell Zavala, like when the debrief ends, that we got, we killed him, but his ghost got away. Oh, is that actually in, that's in the strike then, and I've just not listened to it closely enough? You know, like, um, how the Oxa thing plays at the end, and it's like, like one in three messages? Yeah. Yeah. That plays as well. Like, we got him, but his ghost got away. And he just well, has the community mentioned that at all? I mean, is he going to stand with Sabathun when this all comes down with the witness? Hmm. I, hmm. I think we'll, have, we'll for sure have Sabathun on our side. I know that. I think so. I think uh, so. Someone's but mic just, is uh, a little fuzzy. It bothered me. It bothered me that... You know, the ghost got away. I actually did that in one of my broadcasts, and I stood where you could actually see the ghost appear, and then you see it phase out and leave the scene, and we nobody ever crushes it. So it's out there. It's living. He hey, bro, will be with back. Yeah, it's, it's gone. But yeah, so... um. Eric, this is where you can take the floor here. Uh, I did it also, um, but Eric, you can go ahead and talk about the uh, Master King's Fall Challenge and what uh, your team did for it, if you want to go ahead and talk about that one. I actually was born. We'll, we'll talk about the challenge, go ahead. 
Okay, okay, so basically, we kill ads, we did damage, we killed Warpriest. Alright, Eric. Talk about weird. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Wow uh, us with the details. Wow us with the details. So, so, okay, every side literally had their own Aeon. So, like, you, you'd see, like, 20 heavy on each side, like, during the, encou the entire encounter. But, what's it called? It, it was just, like, you... The whole team had to like play as one, cause if anyone messed up, it was like kind, kind of a wipe, cause couldn't really mess up in there. And uh, what happened was we didn't even, like on the left side when you had to take that uh that big pillar to block yourself. We didn't even uh get to there, cause we always um we always went from under and then just ran like little kids after. <laughs> so th that way we can always stay on the ground and uh keep doing damage but everyone was basically like we had like f i think i was the only one that was like not 1600 power but i don't really care and uh what's it he called gets it done anyways right He's i kind of like still that. I, I all dps the divinity that's all that matters all right <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, like they they would be pulling out like a lot of damage and then like, but still like it it was like a team effort. You couldn't really mess up. That, that's like one of the things about like hard mode challenge or master challenge encounters that like as soon as one person falls like or dies or crumbles. like messes up, yeah, the team crumbles. You can't really. It's hard to recover from that. Like in normal, you just. Oh yeah, get your ass back up, or some shit yeah. like that. But so, here you can't do that. The only place you could really recover from, and I think in the war priest encounter, is if one of your teammates die to get behind the totem, um, or the pillar. That's the only way you can maybe get the res off. Because yeah. other than that, if you're like doing the DPS or you anything around there, it, yeah, it's basically it's basically a scuffed run. Yeah, because even in ad clearing phase, you just like the entire time they do way more damage than. They're supposed to so like you you just have to have the right mods and even like teamwork all right well i'm gonna I'm bring this to diego you got the trials uh topic are you i got the trials do? he didn't even do trials every single weekend <laughs> a big night every single night <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. on thursdays Especially on Thursdays, I have 547 billion flawless clears. Alright, alright, alright. So, um, the map this weekend, um, for the, um, weekend of, what's the day today? It goes till today is the 30th. It is the 30th to the 4th. The, the Trials map will be Bannerfall, and the Adept weapon will be the Aisha's Embrace. Um... I know me and Eric, we've already taken Mythical, and Ransom got his second Flawless. It's good to hear. Good to Woo! see. Ransom carried me. No cap, bro. <laughs> times were grand. The times were grand. Ransom, I know the one... Ransom had a really, really nice kill in one of our later games, because we actually lost our Mercy in our uh, third game. So, we kept the card going. Ransom, at the end, I was uh, shooting someone. Ransom hit him I with the... the uh, podcast. Yeah, right, right, right. 
Guys, it was a tense night in Trials of Osiris. It started out smooth, easy. We faced competition that got better and better with every single round. For sure. It, it was tight. It was tense. We had some miracle stunts pulled by teammates. Uh, you know, I felt like overall it was a consistent, strong set of, of you know, contenders that were in the matches with us but we took them down in the end due to perseverance and teamwork. And I actually, you know, got more (laughs) kills this time than I think combined in all the other weeks I had played with you guys. You're getting better and better each week. Yeah, so the training is working. The training is working. All right, 1v1, my kid. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I think Chia just got home. So you guys can take the podcast real quick. But I did like, guys, I will say this week, uh, my focus has been on a really special weapon that's been around in the game for a while. I used it, you know, nonstop in Trials of Osiris, the Wish Ender bow. And I want to just give a shout out to the Wish Ender because, man, it is really, it just seems so much better than what it once was. Is anyone else using Wish Ender? I have not used it in PvP. I haven't had a chance. I, I use I the same weapons cause... every week, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, I you know, plus it now, one of its, you know, one of the things built in with Wish Ender, it's a barrier, and it does pop the barrier with one hit. And that's really the only other weapon is what, Arbalest that does that, that will just pop it? Uh, Ariana's. Yeah. Oh, Ariana's, but I I am loving it for that reason, because so many of the other weapons, you know, you're going to have to get multiple hits to pop those things. I feel like Wish Ender is a contender going into the Grand Masters uh, when you're facing those, uh, those barrier champions. Yeah, no. But I got I got several kills with it in Trials of Osiris, so I felt like it was a good choice. Uh, I like the fact, too, that it's never-ending. You know, you're not going to run out of ammo. I have taken, you know, I, a few weeks ago, I took in Wither Horde. I've taken in shotguns. But I feel like a bow and arrow uh, arrow gave me the opportunity to fire more shots and possibly get one out of three. Where if I had a shotgun, I just would not be able to do that. I would not be able to miss. You've got to be super accurate when you have very limited ammunition. And isn't that the way for you guys who use the sniper rifles? How many bullets do you get in that? Two. EVP, it's two. Two. Uh, or no, doesn't Cloud Strike get more? I don't know about Cloud Strike, but snipers are two. And what what really is the best, if you were talking to someone and they were going to do trials tomorrow, perhaps all weekend to try to make it to the lighthouse, and they said, I want to take a sniper in, what are the no, recommendations? It, if, you, if you're not used to using snipers, like if you know you're not consistent with them or if you know you haven't played with them that long, don't just go in with a sniper. Like, Practice first before you actually go into trials and start like doing it because that like honestly trials there really isn't room for error especially like if you're someone that will get mad a lot or easily it's like worse there because like you, you 
if you mess up a little bit, it can cost the whole entire round or even game. But and is it because just you're missing shots and the lack of ammo is gonna just ruin it for you? Probably yeah, because like those sniper kills, those sniper kills, what's it called? They can mean a lot long term, especially throughout the rounds. If you get a sniper kill and you recover that body, you stop them from getting super energy, and you also keep yourself like the numbers up. So if you get like if you, one of your teammates gets sniped, you can recover from it, but it's very hard when they have the long range. But it's like it's also hard if you're not very consistent with your shots, because then you you'll just throw away that res itself. Right, and isn't speed really a necessity when you're using that sniper? I mean, don't you have to be just super fast to get that thing to work? It's not just speed. It's just like you being able to know your limit because honestly i i use snipers for so long that i can play it as an like a hand cannon basically or i can just like slide jump in and what's it called but other people you just want to like take it slow and as a long-term sniper user give me like your what are your top two sniper choices to go into pvp i really only have one and it's beloved, but honestly, thousand yards there before. Thousand yards there, yeah. But honestly, that that gives you like a big boost. But I I like, cause, well, before the update actually. But um. Now, weren't you using beloved tonight? Is that the sniper you were yeah, running around with? Yeah, that's the sniper with? I always run. Okay, and tell us tell us why for people you know that might be considering you know they are fairly good with a sniper, why would beloved be a good choice for them? Honestly, because it's craftable, especially right, well right now it's craftable and they brought it back, so it kind of brought back a lot of nostalgia, and like especially for me because I used it a lot before and even now. Like and what did you craft your beloved with? Tell us how uh, your beloved is set up. Just uh, enhanced snapshot, uh, snapshot quick draw enhanced with uh, like handling perks. But honestly, you can run snapshot on some other thing than quick draw. But quick draw, I just like it myself, even though it, it won't do that much. And is it five beloved red boxes that you need to craft that weapon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it, it takes a little bit of time to gather up those five red box beloved. Now, what what is the sniper that chains lightning? Cloud Strike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is, cloud, is strike. cloud Strike still viable in in game PvP? Yeah, but it's a it's a rapid fire frame, so you have to hit the headshot because um, you can't double body with it. Um, the <clears throat> when it comes to like the beloved or any uh, or aggressive frame snap rifles, you can if you are fast enough, you can clean up the per you can clean up with a double body shot, and that's what makes those a bit more forgiving. But with a rapid fire, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, now, as a lay person, as a lay person, guys, just I mean, what like you just said, rapid fire frame, and I'm wondering like. I, I feel like now I need to look at my sniper rifles, right? Because normally oh, okay. I just delete so. them and move on. But uh, how many different frame styles are there for snipers? There is 
there's three. There's aggressive, there is adaptive, and then there's rapid fire. Um, the rapid fire frames are stuff like supremacy, uh, the vice, um, the vice sniper rifles. Um, they they basically shoot real fast. The Iclo sniper rifles, another rapid fire frame. They apostate. what makes them good in, uh, yeah, apostate is another one. Um, they what makes them good is that they can do DPS real well because they they're just they have the biggest ammo a magazine capacity and they shoot the fastest, so you can dump a lot of rounds fast. Um, but um. But they don't. But in PvP, um, they're very, um, they're very much. You have to be accurate with your shots to make them do work for you. And Cloud Strike is a rapid fire frame. It's it. That one's the epitome of risk reward. Like you hit your shot, it can reward you with the collateral shot, the collateral kills. To be honest. Right, and the precision hit is what gives you the lightning. Correct. Yeah, it does the lightning strike uh, down. Now, the, the rounds per minute, how how big is the variation between, like, the slowest firing sniper and the fastest one? What would be the slowest and the fastest firing snipers? 72 is the... That is 72 is the aggressive, right? Yeah, and that's uh, stuff like Whisper yeah. of the Worm, or Succession, or Frozen Orbit, or Occluded Finality, or... <laughs> Uh, and the cloud strike is 140 rounds per minute. Yeah. Which one? Right, right right, we got box. we got six minutes left, boys. Okay. Well, I just feel like I need to, you know, look at snipers and maybe just try to practice. And if you were going to give advice to someone who is not a sniper rifle user, aggressive frame, which, aggressive which frame. Which one should I? Which one should I pull out, and where should I go? Aggressive frame, uh, comp or yeah. elim, because in control you're not gonna really be consistent with a sniper. Exactly. And, uh, Too many people. And then I would get used to having a uh, a snapshot sight on it. Like the perks you should be looking for for starting off is snapshot and opening shot. Snapshot makes it so that you aim down faster, so you need to get used to that aiming down fast quickly. And then opening shots much more forgiving, so when you take your first shot, you're it's a higher chance of the bullet going where you want it to go. Um, but if um, but you should walk away from that if you want to get better without having the game the gun do some of the work for you. But like if you just want to get used to like sniping in general, like how how sniping works, uh, opening shots a good way to start. And then like I'd move on to like moving target or something else that makes it so you get used to moving, you getting in and out of the sight fast, because when you shoot your shot, you should be moving away from there, because if you miss, they're going to shoot back at you, and um, if you get a kill, then his friends are going to shoot at you, so that's basically, you're supposed to shoot, move, shoot, move, not like... Right, right. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a auto rifle or a pulse rifle. So really, a sniper him. person should be really phenomenal with a bow, right? Or does that carry over, or is it just too different? It it depends. Yeah, it depends. I mean, I think yeah. The, the bow play style is because it, it's a you have to hit precision shots with it, but it doesn't have the same zoom factor. And then there's other factors that are involved with the bow that makes it weird. For example, when you get flinched with a bow, instead of it instead of it going up, it goes down. And um, whoever has that going by, it, it basically, it basically, uh, it, it basically fights your instincts and in, on recall control, uh, like on a, like flinch control and things like that. 
And the the simple fact that you have to like knock the arrow first, and you have a time limit to shoot it. Um, that's uh, that that basically changes how you approach using a bow versus a sniper rifle, where you can just actually you it, you can actually just sit there and hold a lane and just pull a trigger, um, or aim quick, shoot, and get out of there. But like with a bow, you have to knock it, get the full um, get the full precision damage, and then hit them in the head with it at the same time. So it's a Unless you're using Oath Keepers, you, it's not really the same. Right. And Oath Keepers is the hunter exotic that yeah. lets you keep a bow pulled for indefinite. Yeah. And exactly. tonight in chat, guys, uh, people were saying, you know, Ransom, Three minutes. Three minutes. Take Crimson. Take Crimson. Is that good advice? Yeah, Crimson, it, is really Crimson is really good on the uh, console because of the aim assist that console gives. But it, it's just your preference. It, but though. yeah, overall, that those are people that use Crimson a lot. Your preference, you like you like Vigilance Wing. So, and that's also another fast shooting weapon. And that's your preference. So you want to basically go into trials using your preference. Yes, you could take advice from other people. Like, for instance, you're taking advice from us for sniping. But if you want to use that vig, uh Verge, vigilance wing. Um, you can <laughs> a lot of words going out. If you want to use that uh, vigilance wing, um, that's what you're comfortable with. Keep keep sticking to that. If you want to start using that crimson, I would warm up with it in control or comp or elim to get used to how it shoots and how the recoil pattern is before you take that into trials. Right now, the other one, just very quickly, you know, I had a lot of suggestions saying take Yoten. Take Jotun in, burn them up. See, How is that good advice? Does it take too long to charge Jotun? You have to be really good at predicting with Jotun. I mean, yes, it does track. Yes, don't get me wrong. It's kind of free if they are standing point like 20 meters from you. But if you're like trying to play with them around a corner, if they're playing on a corner, you're never going to get them. Because they'll just track and, through the hillside. And how many shots would I get with Yoten? Like two. two shots and I'm it's out? Special. It's special. It's two, yeah. 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 All right, so boys. Not... Um, the podcast is coming to an end. we got about a minute left. Um, I know the Big Spork, my brother Vincent, he joined midway in. So if you want to say hi real quick, Vince, I know a lot of people are in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah so that's uh we got diego that also joined midway through um but yeah so i hope you all enjoyed this episode of the uh, clan corner uh we'll be, I'll be <laughs> of course you didn't eric um, oh, you didn't enjoy me snorting <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've looped it and got it on replay <laughs> so yeah, so I will um, actually I will actually try and get this posted tonight around uh, probably uh, one o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna start saying this to my laptop tonight. It'll be posted tonight, so uh, make sure you're on the lookout for that. And also catch us next week around the same time, same weekend. That's where usually when it gets posted. Hope you all had a good one. Uh, everyone, go and say bye. Thank you guys. Thank you bye. everyone. <laughs> Adios. Listening. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>